When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Ken Afzak, and this is Deadly Thrones, a quick look at the world of ice and fire as we keep looking towards Season 8, which, of course, means looking back at Season 7 and even beyond that. Um, I want to know from you guys, my loyal Daily Thrones listeners, the ones that are sticking with me here in the off-season, and there's a lot of you, so chime on in. Press that call-in button. Let's hear it. I want to hear from you guys. What you think the biggest question is going into Season 8. There's always a lot of questions going between seasons, so it's no different. But what do you think is the biggest one? Is it who will kill Cersei? Is it how will Jon react to finding out the news that he's Aegon Targaryen the 6th slash 7th or beyond? Do you think, is it, is Cersei really pregnant? Or... How will the Golden Company affect the war? Or will Tyrion be revealed as a Targaryen? Or what I feel might be the biggest thing is what will Daenerys do knowing that Jon is Aegon Targaryen and how does she factor in to the end of the story? I believe Daenerys Targaryen will die. I'm going to go ahead and predict that. I'm not going to Vegas to put down any bets, but I think part of her story will be a bittersweet journey back into the arms of Cal Drogo. I can foresee that happening. I'm not quite the Emperor from Star Wars. I have not foreseen it, but I can feel it happen. I can see it happening, and it makes some sort of sense to me. So that's my biggest question. But I want to know from you guys, what is your biggest question going into Season 8? Got some great calls coming in here now about things that we've been talking about this week here on Daily Throne, so stay tuned for that. You guys call in with your biggest question going into Season 8. Again, Kevin Ross. Uh, not only do I believe we're going to see Hodor again, I believe we're going to see him come home to Winterfell as a White Walker. Because the Night King has invaded. Uh, the only real safe place is Winterfell, and I imagine that whole scene taking place like... Uh, a 1950s or 60s scary in the storm situation uh big thunderstorm big snowstorm everybody's huddled inside uh telling stories about how things used to be and how bad winters used to be and then suddenly in the crypts the starks rise from the dead because the starks don't burn their dead uh and that would become a sort of a reverse lady stoneheart uh you'd get ned uh, you get everybody back. So, uh, and it would be really scary, really freaky, very Halloween. Uh, anyways, that's how I think we see Hordor again. Thanks. All right, so Kevin over at Three Cocktail Questions always has some fun theories, some wild ones, and he's actually had this one in some other calls that I haven't posted yet. So, Kevin, here's your moment. All right, this is the big thing. He's We've been talking about Hodor and the possibility of Hodor being a white, and I think whether or not we see Hodor in the show as a white it just makes sense, logically, that he is one. That that is what was happening as he was holding the door. He was being killed, and that the Night King was there and would raise him up again. 
That's a pretty powerful resource, so it makes some sense to me. Whether or not we see him in the show, I don't know. But Kevin's got this theory that the crypts of Winterfell might be the source for some pretty powerful allies for the Night King if he was to show up. Now he's saying maybe Hodor marches on down with him and that he's part of the Night King's army and we're going to have a painful, scary, bittersweet reunion of sorts with Starks from Days of Old. Now I don't think I don't think this is happening. I don't think Sean Bean has not been cast in a, a, a secret role where he's going to show up as a white. But if you could just imagine, let's take realistic casting news or decisions like that out of it and just go for the story. Do you think, I mean, th- just picture that this is this is pretty frightening. This is pretty scary and it would be be wonderful and horrible to watch. What do you guys think about well, this idea of the Starks being raised from the dead? Could the bones of Ned Stark reform into a Ned Stark white? Let me know and let Kevin know here on Daily Thrones. What's up, Ken? What's up, uh, Daily Thrones listeners? Uh, Ken, you mentioned uh, how do you decorate for Game of Thrones individually. And for me, well, you're never short of a few t-shirts. I've got a few t-shirts that uh, represent. It's important to go out in public and represent your love of A Song of Ice and Fire and the TV show Game of Thrones. Uh, A couple of... uh, coffee mugs and a pilsner glass and some beer steins you know with different sigils on it but what i really need are some banners i need a baratheon banner and i need a martell banner because for me as far as my personality goes i like to think i'm an amalgam unholy alliance of baratheon and martell uh and i have a whole different character in fan fiction about that so i'm curious how about you guys all you guys what house do you belong i know ken is a nice watchman what about the rest of you great call from mark talking about got representation in terms of t-shirts and memorabilia and banners and i'd love to hear mark more about your baratheon and martell combination there uh what that would actually mean and he puts out a call to action here and I th- it's something we, we talked about very early on in Daily Thrones, and those broadcasts are long gone and can't be listened to uh, right now. So let's do a roll call. Let's do a house check. What's your favorite house and why? As he mentioned, mine is the Night's Watch. That's just where I'd be. If I, I, if I was in that world, I'd just if there's something about it. I'd take the vow, I'd go north, and I'd defend, defend all the realms. And then... Uh, whether or not be, I'd end up being like Alistair Thorne or like Jon Snow, I don't know. The cold winds would make me and uh, probably help me decide. But uh, what's your guys' favorite house? Let's do a roll call here because we have a, a lot of different people calling in, a lot of different people listening from when the show first started here on Anchor. Uh, so let's do that. And still, if you want to tell me what your favorite Game of Thrones memorabilia is, like for me right now, it's my new throw pillows. That's right, I have the North and South in Mac form on throw pillows. That, I'm laying on them right now as I record, is my favorite Game of Thrones memorabilia because it's so darn comfortable. Hey Ken, so my proposal for, for the anthology book is what about Dothraki? Um, maybe someone who was close with maybe Drogo and, you know, is now with Danny in 
uh, season seven, see their journey, see what they think of everything that's transpired. I think that could be a very, very interesting perspective. We've been talking all week about the parables of vice and fire, which is a name actually Sir Thomas Tall, one of our regular listeners and callers, came up with for this idea of a Game of Thrones book, a series of stories, a good anthology of stories of Westeros and Essos and the events and timelines and uh, stuff that we are very familiar with, but having them uh, be told from point of view characters we're not yet familiar with. Uh, could be a handmaid, could be a maester, could be a warrior in the Lannister army, could be someone big or small, maybe it's someone we've met uh, but never really factored in the story, just talking about the events from their point of view, and Eric's got a good idea, the Dothraki. If you could maybe find someone who was there when Danny was brought into the Horde, when Danny was taken by Khal Drogo, and maybe give their perspective watching them see her go from this girl essentially sold into slavery, sold into marriage, sold into this horrible situation, becoming a queen, becoming a Khaleesi, becoming the mother of dragons, and then beyond, maybe staying with her all the way through her journey. It would be interesting to see that perspective. The rise to power from the point of view of someone else would be very good. You guys have an idea for a story, a character, someone to tell the events of Game of Thrones from their point of view? Let us know here on Daily Thrones. Again, Kevin Ross, the biggest question I think that will be asked and answered is Jamie realizing that the Night King was telling him to burn them all with the wildfire in the city. Uh, this all goes all the way back to my plan B, but it's uh, but Jamie realizes what has to happen, and he's the one that's going to have to light it up. He starts organizing the evacuation and the defense of the city, and Cersei says no because she's had the miscarriage, and uh, she wants everybody to die with her. Uh, if, if the line of the Lannisters can't continue, then uh, nobody will. I mean, what what's left to live for? And that's when. Uh, uh, Jamie's got everything set up. He's going to go ignite it. The mountain tries to stop Jamie. That's when the Hound of the Mountain fight. Then you got Lane Bull. Ultimately, Jamie has to kill Cersei as he's setting the wildfire off. That's why she'll taste ash at the end of the day. Uh, thanks, Ken. Bye. Hey, Ken. I think the biggest question going into the next season is how in the world are. Uh, the forces of Westeros going to stop the Night King and his Ice Dragon and his army of dead. There's a lot of other interesting questions about Cersei and Danny and Jon and Tyrion and all of the interpersonal relationships and, and how things are going to progress, but ultimately, if they don't stop the army of the dead, none of those things matter because they will also be dead. So I think that's the biggest question as to how they're going to stop that army. Uh, and then secondarily, um, if we're doing house roll call, I'd totally be House Stark. Uh, I'm a stickler for the rules. I myself am from the north and of strong Scottish heritage. So I'm House Stark, I guess. Thanks. Daily Thrones fans, what a special treat we have. The one and only Michelle Boyd from Screen Junkies Watching Thrones. How are you? I'm fantastic. How about yourself? It's a, I'm good to have you here talking <laughs> Game of Thrones. There's whiskey. There's whiskey. microphones. We're happy. You got you and I recorded a special episode of the Knapsack Files, which were released Wednesday. You and I talking about Season 7 and looking towards Season 8. But I want to ask you a couple questions we've been talking this week here on Daily Thrones. The Night King, his endgame, what does he want? What's his motivation? Puppies and rainbows. Oh, he's such a nice guy. I know. 
Yeah. He just, you know, all he wants is for someone to pull out that obsidian dagger in his heart and for mm. him to go back to being a real boy. Do you think it's a reverse the curse situation? I literally just thought of that right now. Really? And that would be hilarious mm. and weird and with, we, and awful, by we, the way. Awful? We've been talking here and there's been that a theory. That would be such an awful way for the series to end if they, like, somehow the Obsidian Dagger gets pulled out and then all the undead fall, fall around him. I'm saying, yeah, that would be wrong. Really? That'd be, and that'd he be just, like, the like end comes of back Madness. to life yeah. and then proposes to Danny. But do you see, well, <laughs> that could work. Do you see anything with him just kind of being, like, I want to get to the God's Eye. There's a theory going around. It's out there on the net. Have you heard of the net? Um, they have Twitch pages on Those there. interwebs? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have heard of the thing that yeah, is this. Uh, that he wants to get to the God's Eye and maybe reverse reverse the curse. We, oh, well, okay, but they were just there. Yeah. Didn't they just? I mean, because haven't I seen those screenshots of uh, no, the, the, go, the, the go- same those where they were on well, the rock was yeah, basically the same I, place where he got the uh, shard. That's that's in a good heart? question. That's a good question. I think yes, he's he got the shard into his heart north of the wall, and that's where the the arrow rock is. Uh-huh. But then there's some thought of maybe there's something at the god's side down there by Harrenhal where that's where the pact between the first men and the children were signed. That he could be there. Yeah. I don't necessarily subscribe to it. No, and, and the I'm just trying I'm to give no him something is because they've made nothing of that in the show at all. I agree. They it, barely a... mention the fact that dragons melted Harrenhal. Right. Like, right. Harrenhal's over. Do you think Bran's a Night King? I, I kind of like it. You like it? I like that I don't theory. like that theory. Well, okay, we can get into that at some other point, but I, yeah. I kind of like that theory because it just... Uh, here's here's the reason I like it. It just makes the Night King more interesting. Okay. I want anything that makes the Night King more interesting. And and as far as George R. R. Martin talking about there being a bittersweet ending, I think it would be great if they have to kill the Night King and it's Bran. Although okay. at this point, do we really care about Bran? However, well, we would then. We would. I, I you know. I like it. I, do I think it's real? No. Okay. There's a very big difference between those. Most of the theories okay. I like, I don't think they're actually yeah, real. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I, like, I like that Var- Varys may be a mermaid. Do I think it's real? No. I agree with that. So, yeah. I you know, I really, really want anything that's going to make the Night King mm-hmm. more complex of a character. I think that's needed. Totally. Yeah, right now, he's just a big, faceless evil. A good one, mm-hmm. but a big, faceless evil. I think the Night King just wants to go ice skating in Dorne. Yeah, that's fair. That's, who doesn't want to go ice skating in right? the water gardens? Final question here, about a minute left. Uh, you and I, this is a preview of our episode of the Knapsack Files coming out this Wednesday. Uh, the biggest question in season eight, we've been talking about that. I think it's Danny and her reaction to Jon Snow's news. You kind of agree. I do kind of agree. I'm not sure it's the biggest question of the whole series, oh, okay. though, because mm-hmm. I think that is going to be what is going to happen to this wheel. What uh, is going to be the power structure left in Westeros after all is said and done? That, I think, is... Because does all of this matter yeah. if you just go back to someone with dragons ruling and then right. that's it? I think it's democracy. It kind of has to be, right? I think it is. Because otherwise, like, can she even have children? Are there going to be any more dragons after these right. three, possibly two, if you don't count Viserion <laughs> anymore? You know, like, so what's going to happen after the fact? 
I agree. Are we just going to all okay. end up in the blue eye of a giant named McCumber? McCumber. I think that's it. All right. You may have changed my mind. I, I, I still think Danny and her reaction, Jon Snow, sets the tone for the year. It's a big question. But overall, what happens to the wheel? That's insightful. And that's why you, Michelle Boyd, are brought on to talk Game of Thrones. And that is why you give me whiskey to entice me to come on to the right. Napsock Files and to Talking Thrones and everything else. And Daily Thrones here on Anchor. Guys, do me a favorite favorite this station on Anchor so you don't miss a broadcast. We have podcast forms call in with your thoughts we want to know what is the biggest thing for next season and we're still trying to answer the question of the night king's motivation that's it for now we'll see you tomorrow on daily thrones bye